Eruvin chapter 6, and now we will begin to discuss Eruvei Tchumen. The basic idea of an Erev Tchum is that a person on Shabbos may walk 2,000 Amas from wherever it is that he's staying, or 2,000 Amas from the city limits. An Erev Tchum allows him to extend that distance by another 2,000 Amas, as we will discuss. First halacha. If a person deposits food for two meals outside of the city on a Friday afternoon, and it's within the limits, meaning within 2,000 Amas, he establishes the place where he deposited the food as home base. This is called an Erev Tchum. Halacha 2. Now on the following day, meaning on Shabbos, he can walk 2,000 Amas from the Eruv in any direction. If 2,000 Amas from the Erev Tchum ends up being inside the city, then that is as far as he can go within the city. If the entire city is enclosed within the Erev Tchum, then the city is considered to be as if it were four Amas, and he can continue to walk on the other side of the city for however long. Halacha 3. How does this work? Let's say he places the Erev 1,000 Amas to the east of his house, which is in a city. The following day, he can walk 2,000 Amas to the east of that place where he placed the Eruv, and he can also walk 2,000 Amas to the west of that place where he placed the Eruv. That is, the 1,000 Amas from the Eruv to his house, and a further 1,000 Amas. If the city limits are more than 1,000 Amas from his house to the west, he may not walk to the city limits because it's outside of the Eruv. But let's say 1,000 Amas to the west of his house would be outside of the city limits. We treat the city as if it's four Amas, and then he can walk 996 Amas to the west of the city. Halacha 4. If he placed the Eruv 2,000 Amas to the east of his house, then on Shabbos he would not be able to walk even one Amma west of his house. If a person places the Eruv in a private domain, he may walk within the private domain and 2,000 Amas in any direction beyond the private domain. Halacha 5. If he places the Eruv within the city in which he's spending Shabbos, the Eruv doesn't matter, it doesn't do anything. He measures the tchum from the city limits. If he deposited his Eruv over 2,000 Amas from the city, the Eruv doesn't do anything because it's too far away. Halacha 6. A person should only make an Eruv in order to accomplish a mitzvah, like, for example, going to Sudas Mitzvah, or if he's worried he'll have to flee the city because of Gentiles. Halacha 7. Anything that could be used as a shittuf in the prior chapters may be used as an Eruv tchum, and there must be enough food placed in the Eruv for two meals, for each person who will be bound by the Eruv. Halacha 8. The Eruv must be placed in a place that it would be possible for him to eat of it during Banish Shemashes, that is, the time when Shabbos begins. So, for example, if it's way up high in a tree, that doesn't work. Halacha 9. For that reason, if the person is going to spend Shabbos in either a Shusa Rabim or in a Shusa Yachid, and he places the Eruv in a Carmelis, that is typically a non-enclosed area that is not a Rishusa Rabim, the Eruv is effective because one can carry from a Rishusa Rabim or a Rishusa Yachid into a Carmelis for a mitzvah during Bein HaShemashes. Halacha if it was placed in a tower and the key to the tower was lost. If he's able to remove the Eruv without violating Shabbos, then the Eruv is valid, otherwise it is not. Halacha 11, a person is given four Amas around the Eruv wherever he places it. So if the Eruv rolls two Amas away and he is staying literally at the limit, in other words, 2,000 Amas away from the Eruv, the Eruv is still valid. If it rolls beyond two Amas, then it is no longer valid. Halacha 12, similarly, if the Eruv got lost, or it was burnt, or it's truma and it became Tameh, prior to Shabbos, it is not an Eruv. If any of these things happen after Shabbos starts, it's fine. If there's a doubt about when it occurred, we are lenient. Halacha 13, so if a person was told to establish an Eruv for one person and for another person, and the one was established prior to Bein and was eaten during Bein and the other was established on Bein and was eaten thereafter, both of them are a suffix, and therefore both are considered valid. This is only B'diavet, however. Halacha 14. So if an avalanche falls on an Eruv and it's possible to get it out without violating Shabbos, the Eruv is valid. Halacha 15. However, if the Eruv is made with truma and it is a suffix, whether it's Tameh, that Eruv is not valid because we cannot make a suit on it. Halacha 16. If a person says this Eruv is not holy today, but it will be consecrated tomorrow, meaning on Shabbos, so it was not consecrated during Bein Shemashes and it is a fine Eruv. If he does it the other way, it's consecrated today, but not tomorrow, it is not a fine Eruv because you could not eat it today.
and not a Benish Mashais. Halacha 17, if the Erev was placed in a cemetery, it is not a good Erev because one cannot drive benefit from a cemetery and the person benefits from the fact that no one is going to eat the Erev in a cemetery. Halacha 18, if a number of people want to establish an Erev together, they should place enough food for two meals for each person in a single kli and place it where it should be. One person can make an Erev for many others, but he has to let them know that he's doing it and they must know about it before it becomes dark because they may not want to have an Erev over there. Halacha 19, all those who are entitled to take a portion of the Eruv Chatseris can take a portion of the Eruv Tchumen and vice versa. Halacha 20, a person may give a coin to a private person and ask him to make an Eruv on his behalf, and we assume that that was done. Halacha 21, a person may make an Eruv for his minor sons and daughters or his Canaanite maidservants and slaves, whether they know about it or not. If his children are not minors, and in the case of Hebrew servants, they must know about it and acquiesce to it. Halacha 22, a person may send out the Eruv with another person and tell him to establish it, and that works. But the agent cannot be a deaf mute, an incompetent person, or a child, or a person who does not accept the mitzvah of Eruv. Halacha 23, if a person does not give a specific direction to his agent and the agent goes out and puts the Eruv wherever he wants to put it, that's fine, that works, it's a valid Eruv. But if the agent deviates from his instructions, the Eruv is not effective. So if he said use figs and the agent uses dates, it's not effective. Halacha 24, just like there needs to be a bracha when we make an Eruv Chatzeres or a Shutfus, there is a bracha here as well. After the bracha is made, the following is recited. With this Eruv, it will be permissible for me to proceed 2,000 Amis in every direction from this location. He may amend it as necessary with respect to other people who are joining in the Eruv.